of uh, the spiritual exercise going on. We are doing our 40 days fast. And we are all expected to be meeting every day, Monday to Monday to Tuesday. We just meet uh, meet here at 6 p.m. We just pray for one hour. On Wednesday, we have our usual service. Then Thursday again, we meet at 6 p.m. We pray for one hour. Then on Friday, we have our vigil. So we don't come at 6 p.m., but we'll come at 10 p.m. Then we have our vigil. We had the first vigil on Friday through Saturday, and it was really awesome. Don't miss it. God promises to do so much in our life this year. And it's expected that we build up our spiritual capacity, our spiritual momentum to be able to take delivery of what the Lord has promised us. Please endeavor to be part of it. In case you have not joined the fasting, do yourself a favor to, to start today. If you have already eaten this morning, maybe you ate before coming to church. Maybe you cannot extend your fasting to 6 p.m. Hallelujah. Praise the living God. Hallelujah. So make sure you spare yourself some time to come around just for our prayer. And be here on Friday for vision. We do a lot for you, for your family this year. Hallelujah. Lord, what, what do you want? If I don't worship you, who else will I worship? There is someone in the house. You are the reason this praise is going on in heaven because your time for celebration has come. Yes, there is someone in the house. Someone in the house. Someone in the house. Angels are singing, heaven singing. Because you have worshipped God, you have served God. You've done everything, but you've been asking God, why me? Everything is working for everybody. Everything is working, but why me? God is speaking to you now that I should announce to you it is your season of celebration. You have been saying it. This has been tormenting your mind. That you have done everything within your reach. That everyone around you seems to be having everything together. But why you, the Lord is saying to you this morning, your season has come. Thank you, Jesus. Can I have Luke chapter 9 verse 57 through 62. Luke chapter 9 verse 57 through 52. Lord grant us understanding this morning. Let every veil be removed. Let your word find expression in our lives this morning. Speak to me Lord. And speak through me Lord. Bring revelation. Bring understanding. And let your word reposition someone this morning. And let your word bring deliverance to someone this morning. Jesus mighty name we pray. Hallelujah. And I read Luke chapter 9 verse 57. And it came to pass that as they went in the way, a certain man said unto him, Lord, I will follow thee, whether so ever 
thou goest. And Jesus said unto him, Forces have hosts, and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man had nowhere to lay his head. And he said unto another, and he said unto another, Follow me. But he said, Lord, suffer me first to go and bury my father. Continue. And Jesus said unto him, Let the dead bury their the dead. But go thou and preach the kingdom of God. Continue. Another said unto another also said, Lord, I will follow thee, but let me first go bid them farewell, which are at home at my house. And Jesus said unto him, No man having put his hand to the plow and looking back is fit for the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Father, bless your word this morning. And this morning, I will be speaking on a message titled Understanding the Power of Focus. Hallelujah. It is a message that will change and transform your life by the power of the name of Jesus Christ. Whatever you are doing, whether as a father, a mother, a businessman, a businesswoman, a career person, a minister, whatever, it is a message you must pay attention to. And I trust the Holy Spirit to deliver the message as he has planned and proposed in heaven. Hallelujah. Understanding the power of focus. There's something interesting in the scripture we just read. One said to Jesus, I want to follow you. And Jesus speaking, it looked as if he was discouraging the person, saying, Forces household where they stay, but the son of man have no place to lay. He said, It seemed as though Jesus was discouraging the person. And then Jesus, the same Jesus spoke to the other person, Follow me. Wow. Because what happened is that Jesus saw the man say, Lord, I will follow you. And Jesus knew that this man is already a doubter. This man will be distracted. This man will be carried away because what he expects might not immediately come. Then he will be discouraged along the way. But Jesus also saw someone who he said, you follow me because I can see through you that even when we don't have a place to stay, but you will believe enough that greater is he that is in me and as long as you follow me, everything will be provided. If you think I have the revelation of just what happened now before now, no. It was just when I was reading, I saw the two scenarios. It was one who made a demand of Jesus. Let me follow you. But the one who said, who said to Jesus, let me follow you. Jesus told that one, listen, you want to follow me? The son of man have no place to stay. What he was saying in essence, if you believe the son of man enough, even if you look as though nothing seems to be working, or nothing is tangible around the son of man, you should believe enough that the son of man is able to create something out of any empty situation. But he said to the other one, follow me because Jesus could see through the heart of that one. I understand you will not be discouraged. I understand you will not be distracted. Just follow me. 
the worst, worst weapon of assault against believer is the weapon of destruction. Write it down. The worst weapon. The worst weapon. The worst weapon against any believer is the weapon of destruction. When a man is focused, there is nothing God can do to such a man. When a woman is focused, there is nothing God can do with that woman and to that woman. When a believer is truly focused enough, there is nothing that God can bring through them. And if we read further, one has started following Jesus and he said, you know what? Can I quickly go and bury who died? Jesus, don't you have emotion? Don't you have feelings? He said, let the dead bury their dead. He was saying to you, all these distraction activities is not needed. Because what is ahead of you is bigger than where you are coming from. What is about to happen in your life cannot be compared to what is already dead. Let the dead thing go. Hey! It might have been your business that is dead. It might have been anything that you treasure someone that was dead. But Jesus is saying, don't cry over what is past. Move forward. Listen, 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 listen. He said, he said, he said, listen, let the dead bury the dead. Let the dead bury the dead. You know what he was saying? You know, many times we cry over wasted things, wasted years, wasted opportunities. Wherever that have consider wasted or dead we cry over them so much but Jesus saying that if you're going to walk with me if you're going to enjoy my relationship with you you will let the past be past and focus what is ahead and he said the other one said let me go home and tell you my family goodbye he said that's another distraction that's another distraction and I said you know what no one who has made, made up his or her mind to go somewhere with me and look back is fit enough to be part of this kingdom the reason many believers and know where they should be, and not do what they should do, and not maximizing the relationship they have with God is because they always look back. May you not be a dog that returns to his vomit. No, you didn't hear that. May you not be that dog that always returns to his vomit. Jesus said, No one put his hand to the plow and looking back is fit for the kingdom of God. What was he saying in essence? Hey, listen. Do not look back. I, I don't care what it is that you are looking at. That is past. I don't know. Somebody proposed to you. It disappointed you. Somebody dated you. It disappointed you. You were in business with a man. It defrauded you. And it cheated you. Many cheat. Many cheat. Many cheat. Many disappointment. And many times what Satan does is for you to focus on those disappointments. As long as your mind, your soul, your spirit is captured with those, those disappointments, you cannot be effectively used by the law. And you cannot maximize your relationship with God. And you will not be able to see what God wants to show you. <laughs> 
destruction. It's always a truth in the hand of the devil that he uses to limit believers, to limit people. Whatever you are doing, when you understand the power of focus, nothing can stop you. Nothing, 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 nothing. The power of focus. Jesus said to one, follow me. And the one who made up his or her mind to follow, Jesus said, you want to follow me with your lips, but your spirit is not connected to follow me. So let me, let me tell you ahead of time. I, I don't in any way look like anything that can change your life. Because physically looking, you will not see anything in me. Because the kingdom I have introduced to you is a spiritual kingdom. So if you look at me physically, not holistically or spiritually, you will miss so much I want to do. Because in your mind, I see all that you are thinking, you're going to be thinking, how many houses I can build through Jesus. Uh, whatever you are thinking is everything physical. And Jesus said, let me tell you ahead of time, you cannot follow now, but he saw the other one who understood the spiritual realm. He said, follow me. Jesus is talking to two people always. If your mind is set on the physical, you can't walk with him. If your mind is spiritual, you can't walk with him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Does it look like too strong a meat to kill this morning? Is it too much of a meat? May you have the understanding to walk with God faithfully. And may you not be distracted again. To experience and maximize speed in our work with God and in our lives. In all that we do, we must endeavor to improve our focus. We must endeavor to improve our focus. We must endeavor to improve our focus. To maximize your work, your relationship with the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And to maximize whatever you are called to do, or whatever you are doing, or whatever you want to do, you have to improve your focus. Satan will do anything. He will stop at nothing. He will use the worst weapon of distraction. You'll be checking what have not been done, what your mate have done that you have not done, what is going on for others, not going on for you. But let me promise, let me, let me announce to you, or submit to you this morning. If you walk with him faithfully and you are focused, you are not de uh, distracted, you cannot be defeated. Listen, if you are not distracted, you cannot be defeated. R write it down. Write it down. Write it down. If you are not distracted, you cannot be what? Defeated. If you are not distracted, you cannot be what? Defeated. When Satan wants to defeat you, he will introduce distraction into your life. If you see many men who misplace priority in the kingdom, they are men who always return to their vomit. And then a little thing by the side, they get carried away. Side distraction and side attraction. God is saying, if you want to work with me, you must eliminate side distraction and side attraction. Because there will be attraction on one side 
and there will be distraction on one side. Literally speaking, the brother who said to Jesus, let me go and bury who died, he wasn't speaking out of point. But Jesus was saying, it makes no sense right now. Oh Jesus, you understand, I lost also opportunity in business. The brother promised to marry me, disappointed me. The sister promised to marry me, disappointed me. My father disappointed me. My mother disappointed me. Whatever disappointed you. Let me cry over it. Let me mom over it. God is saying, no. You just follow me. These are side distraction. Then Jesus, looking at the mind of the brother who said, I want to follow you. Jesus said, I have no house. Jesus was literally saying, houses will be side attraction you are focusing on cars are side attraction you are focusing on as you follow me take your mind off these things when i start bringing that to you you might not even be asking for it you might not even be praying for it i will break it anyway side distraction and side attraction jesus said first is half host but the son of man have no place to put his head. In other words, the son of man have no house. He was telling the other that one, listen. Houses and cars are side attraction that will distract you. So I want to tell you ahead of time. This is who I am physically. I don't look it anyway. But if you can have spiritual understanding, all those things that want to distract you, they will be provided even without you asking for it. But walk with me faithfully. Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. Every other thing will all come. Hallelujah. Is God speaking to somebody this morning? To maximize, maximize or have consistent speed in your dealings with the Lord or in life. You must endeavor to improve your focus consistently. Consistently. And to improve your focus, you must eliminate whatever causes distraction around you. To enjoy speed or to maximize whatever he is calling you to do or he has called you to do, you must eliminate side distraction and attraction. Many people go to church to look for the God that gives something. Not the God who just promised to do whatever he said he will do. They only go looking for God who can give them something. But God is saying, if your relationship with me is about what I can give to you, you will meet the spiritual ingredients of the kingdom. Power, riches, wealth, dominion, you will miss them. But if your focus is to follow me as I follow my father, you will see glorious things. You will see wondrous things. If you're coming to me, it's just for the houses or for the cars, rather than to know who he is, you will miss spiritual benefits, the spiritual elements. Of our relationship with him. 
But if you follow to know me, there are some prayers you will not be disturbing heaven with. Give me, give me, give me. Because you become a co-creator of all things. Follow Jesus as he follow his father. The, 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 the power behind his earthly ministry I discovered was that he followed the father as the father asked him to follow. So many times he was not praying but he was only thanking God. Because he knows as he followed the father as the father should be followed, he become a co-creator. Though he was a son of God, but he was a son of man physically. Physically, he called to 5,000. He said, Father, thank you. You know what he's saying? Father, I'm a co-creator. As long as I obey you, we share the same power and dominion. As long as I walk with you faithfully, we are sharing the same power and dominion. Father, thank you for the 5,000 that gather. And thank you because you will feed them. What audacity, what dominion, what power. He was never distracted. He was never distracted. No businessman that will study Jesus Christ and become a failure. No. No human being on the surface of the earth who will study the life of Jesus and be defeated. Jesus, as he follow his father, then you will see wondrous things, amazing things. Just follow him. He follow his father. Wow. I follow my father. I just follow my father. John, Peter, follow me as I follow my father. Peter, follow me as I follow my father. Peter, follow me as I follow my father. Peter begin to follow. One day, we need money to take care of, 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 of for some stuff around us. And Jesus said, Peter, go to the sea. Bring some money there. Who kept the money there? You and I don't know. Who kept the money there? I don't know. You don't know. If you know, and you can decode how he does his things, it was never him doing it. You didn't get that. If you can understand how he does what he has promised you, he was never the one doing it. Because you are not expected to know. That is why it is called supernatural. You are to work with him supernaturally. You, you, you have to follow him. He has promised he can never fail. He has promised he can never fail. His faithfulness is forever more. Listen. Focus increases speed in whatever you do. That was what Jesus was trying to explain with that, with that illustration. Focus increases speed in whatever you do. Write it down, please. Focus increases speed in whatever you do. Now, Jesus said to, to one of them, no house to stay. Because if you focus on houses, you are going to miss the big deal, the real thing. The big day is not the house. The big day is not the car. The big day is the supernatural power that will come upon you if you focus on me and the father. Then, as long as you don't focus on side attraction, 
or side distraction, you will learn quicker and you will learn on me speedily. You will discover so much in what I do and how I do what I do speedily. But if you are always distracted, constantly distracted, you will not be able to maximize the power, the dominion that I go everywhere with. Focus on me. Focus on me. That's what Jesus was teaching them. Focus on me. From now on, you have decided to follow me. Now, focus on me. Don't focus on what is distracting you by the right side or on the left side. Just focus on me. Focus on God. In that relationship, is slowing down. Focus on God. Is that business slowing down? Focus on God. Is that ministry slowing down as you think? Focus on God. That's what he was saying. Because he that will come will surely come. And the just has to live by faith. Not live by what they see. Not live by what, what they are presented with. By the side. Focus on the word. Hallelujah. Nothing eliminates distraction like focus. Nothing. 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 Nothing eliminates distraction like focus. Nothing eliminates disappointment like focus. Nothing eliminates defeats like focus. When a man is focused enough, nothing can deceive, distract, defeats, stop, or hinder such man. Because they are focused. Let me quickly take you somewhere and see the power of focus. Genesis chapter 11 verse 3 to 7. Verse 3, verse 3. Yes. Uh, 11 to 7, yes. And they send one to another. Go to Listen, listen, pay attention. The power of focus. When you are focused enough and you have conquered distraction, there is nothing you say your mind to do that you cannot do. Nothing. 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 And, and they said one to another, go, go to, let us make bricks and burn them thoroughly. And they have brick for stone and slim had day for mortar. Continue. And they said, go to, let us build us a city and tower who top may reach unto heaven and let us make us a name. Holy there. The problem they had, not that God intended stopping them. They wanted to show off, not to glorify God. Nothing also limit a man who want to glorify his flesh when you come to God? When you want to glorify your flesh, you can be distracted and you can be stopped. When anything you do involving glorifying the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, God will always come through and empower you. Look at what happened. And they said, Go to let us build us a city and a tower whose top may reach unto heaven. And let us make us a name. Did you hear that? Let us do what? Make us in a pride. God is not in their plan. 
I don't want to give glory to God. Now continue. And let us, no, no, go back, go back, sorry. And let us make us a name, lest we be scattered ab abroad upon the face of the whole earth. Continue now. And the Lord came down to see the city and the tower with the children of men built. And the Lord said, Behold, can I have it in amplified place? Please. And the Lord said, Behold, they are one unified people. And they have, and they all have the same language focus. This is only, this is only the beginning of what they will do in rebellion against me. And no, and now no evil thing they imagine they can do will be impossible for them. Listen now. It was evil they imagined to do anyway because they didn't want to glorify God. But as long as they have unified mind, as long as they were focused, they were doing it. And God is saying the opposite now. If you have a unified mind, a focused mind, and I will be glorified in whatever you will do, nothing can stop you. No, it's, too, it, 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 it's becoming too bony now. It's becoming too much of a meat for somebody to eat in the house. Let's see if we can turn it to meat now for everybody to drink. Look at this. Let us go back to King James now. And the Lord said, behold, the people is one. And they have all one language. And this they begin to do. And now nothing will, be able, nothing will restrain them from them which they have imagined to do. Why will nothing restrain them? Why will nothing stop them? Eh? Focus. Nothing can restrain them. Nothing can stop them that they have imagined to do. Continue. Go to, let us go down. Jesus, if you read it in Amplifier, Jesus said, I mean, the Father said, Holy Spirit, Son, let's go down and scatter these guys. Because we have seen this Son of Man. Nothing they have imagined to do that they cannot do. In other words, if whatever you want to do is holistically arranged in alignment to, to the the design of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, no devil in hell can stop you. Oh, you didn't get that. What he was saying, in essence, is that whatever you have imagined to do, as long as you will glorify the Father, and you want to get married because your friend is married, or you want to get married looking for the purpose for that relationship. Are you starting that business so that you can be the uh, bigger person in your community? Or you are starting that business the, when the process start coming to, to help the kingdom of God and humanity? Are you trying to have children just to show up that I, my, I have five boys, five guys or whatever? Also, give back to them, raise them in the fear of God so that they can become kingdom practitioner. Whatever you are doing, is it, God a priority? That is what he's saying. He said, whatever they have imagined to do, no one could stop them. But God said, let's stop them. Because what they have imagined is evil. I am stopping them, not necessarily because I hate their focus. But I'm stopping them 
Because they have imagined wrongly. They have evil agenda. So many reasons we fail and are defeated is because we imagine evil in what we want to do. We, we present something to God but there is a hidden agenda that have element of evil in it. And God say, I will not endorse it. I am not endorsing this. This you have imagined to do. Evil is present in it. I will not endorse it. Whatever they have imagined to do, nothing could stop them. Nothing could restrain them. I want to submit to you. There is nothing in your mind right now that God has placed there that has everything to do with God. If you will be focused enough, you will see angels in heaven mobilized, working to enforce that thing which you set your heart to do as long as it will glorify the Father. Hallelujah. Nothing eliminates distraction like focus. Can I have Matthew chapter 6 verse 22? Matthew chapter 6 verse 22. Look at this. The light of the body is the eye. The light of the body is the eye. That eye in two ways spiritual eyes and the natural eye. When God is talking about the eye is the light of the body. He's not talking about just this your eye. He's talking about focus as well. Let me tell you something. Let's do something right now. It's not talking about this your naked eyes. Your physical eyes. Let's do something now. All of us, we came from our houses this morning, right? Okay, close your eyes. If you close your eyes, go to your bedroom. Can you see your bedroom? No, no, just close it. Can you see your bedroom? Can you see your kitchen now? Can you, can, can you not see all your, the cloth arranging your wardrobe? Can you not see them? No, two of us, are you seeing them? All that in your house, can you see them? Though your eyes are closed, but you are still able to picture what is in your house far away. God here is not talking about your physical eyes. He's talking about your spiritual eyes. Your spiritual eyes right now is actually the word of God. No, you didn't get that. Your spiritual eyes, the, the eyes God has given to you, is his word right now. Oh, we are coming. The light of the body the light of the body is the eye. If therefore that eye be single, focus again. If that what? If that what? Be what? Which means, if your eye focus on the world, whatever news from the world, back and front, side by side, you will focus on the word. What the word says is what you will experience. We are going somewhere. If that, if therefore that I be single, that whole body shall be full of what? Your whole what? 
which will there be no darkness in you. Let me tell you, no man is coming for me. It's still because you are in darkness. You can't see yet. And because he has promised you, I, I, the business is not working. There is darkness. This darkness in this context, uh, is this contest has nothing to do with the darkness even from the devil. You lack revelation. You lack understanding. That is the darkness. Write it down now. Now, where you don't have revelation and knowledge of the word, you are in darkness. Ooh. You didn't get that. Where you don't have knowledge and revelation of the word, you will be in darkness. Why will I be threatened? Why will I be scared? Why will I be disorganized or disoriented? Or disenchanted because I am 30, 40. I've not built a house. I'm not married yet. Where you should know the mind of God. If you know the mind of God, you'll be able to see the reason why certain things around you is different from other person. Until Hannah understood that she was not just a regular woman with a regular womb. Her womb was shut. She was in darkness. Did you get that? As long as she was unable to decode the mind of God, as regard to why her womb has not bear fruit, she was in darkness, confusion. Then, as he began to pray, light began to enter, revelation began to come. Suddenly, he said, "My, my God, my Lord, my womb belongs to you." Now, take your room, do whatever you want to do with it. And whatever you, you, you bring through this room belongs to you. Father said, yes, you have received light. No one is in the light that can be disturbed, that can be hindered, that can be defeated. You cannot be in light and not see where you are going to. You cannot be in light and not see where you are going to. You cannot be in light and not have distress. I mean, and not have Direction and eliminate distraction. You cannot be in light and not see your destination and being able also to eliminate distraction. When you are distracted consistently, it's because you are not in light yet. If you are distracted or you are stopped consistently, it's because you are not in light yet. Now, stopping in this contest, man of God, has nothing to to do with standing at this thing. You are moving, but you are aimless and you are hopeless. You have been stopped. You are moving, physically moving, but spiritually, you have no substance, no direction. The light of the body is the eye. If therefore that I be single, the whole body shall be full of light. What he's saying? If you focus on the word of God, you will not experience darkness. If you focus on the word of God, everything around you will be full of understanding and revelation. If you focus on the word of God, you will have revelation of what is happening, what is happening in the world, what is happening around you. You will have understanding, you will have knowledge. And you can build based on revelation and knowledge. Anything not built by revelation and knowledge is subject to destruction. Anything not built on revelation and knowledge of the word is subject to fail. 
Your victory in every ramification is your ability to see things from God's point of view. Your victory in life is your ability to see things in God's what point of view. Your victory in life, write it down. Your victory in life is your ability to see things in God's point of view. Not your point of view. Not your, your, your company point of view. Not Nigeria point of view. Not economic crisis point of view. Your victory over failure is your ability to see things in God's point of view. I love it when the church is like this. Because something is entering. The word of God said, my people are distressed for lack of knowledge. Those who are entrusted with the knowledge of the kingdom, they are no longer at their location. They have been deceived by the spirit of mammon. Not deceiving many. What the church is all about is a place for revelation. The place of knowledge. Your victory over failure, over defeat is your ability to see things holistically in God's point of view. And if you want to see God's point of view, where do you go to? Is the light he's talking about. He say, if your eye be single, in other words, if your eye focus on the word of God, Rema, in this context, revelation. If your focus is on the revealed word of God, he says your whole body will be full of revelation. Everything around you will be by revelation. I am not building because somebody is building. I am not a pastor because somebody is a pastor. No, I wasn't a pastor or became a pastor because it's, no, it was, it was by revelation. It is by understanding. It is by revelation. I am not getting married. I didn't get married because it was something to do. I got married by revelation. I didn't get married when all my mates got married. I waited until the Lord said it is the appointed time. It was by revelation. If your eye be single, the whole of your body will be full of lights. If your life focus on God, if your mind focus on God, it says you will be surrounded with revelation. If you want to stop seeing things from a human point of view, increase your focus by focusing on the word of God. If you want to write it down, write it down. If you want to stop seeing things from a human point of view, increase your focus by focusing on the word of God. When you focus on yourself or your human strength or ability, you will fail. When you focus on flesh, you will be disappointed. If you focus on a man, you will always be disappointed. But let me tell you something. When you focus on the world, the world will locate every instrument needed to do whatever God has planned to do in your life. It can even use your enemy that hates you so much to still do something glorious and wonderful in your life. Because the Bible says the word of God is sharper than the two edges sword, it penetrates anything. The word of God can't be broken. The word has spoken, he will not return fire to me. 
it means that when you focus on the world, the word of God knows how to locate whatever instrument that will be used to glorify the name of God in your life. I will continue to speak about an encounter several years ago in London. A man of God that was in London, I went to a very popular church globally in London. While I was there, I made a church, a family church. That's where I was, I was worshiping. Then I was going there. When you go to restroom, you're going to meet one sister above 43 or 44. When you go to the loom, when you are done coming out, when the sister attend to you, while going and you are coming and I attend to you, many times, you, if you are not careful, you will be distracted because you want to go back to the toilet whether you want to use it or not. Did you get that? That is, when you go the way she will talk to you. And when you are done, the way she will talk to you. You might want to go to the restroom even if there is nothing. She, she will smile. God bless you. The Lord bless you. Make his face shine upon you. May today garden give you understanding. Every word was prophetic. Every word was prophetic. Every word. You cannot do such except you are focused. You cannot do such except you have revelation. Oh, you cannot do such except you have the revelation of the finished work of your life. You cannot do such except you have revelation of the finished work. God bless you, brother. How are you doing today? Good to see you again today. The Lord bless you. Make his face shine upon you. May this will be a week of blessing. She prophesied. When you are coming, it give you hanky and me serviettes. You've already cleaned your hand. It will give you serviettes. So they say, your collar, your collar, do it well. The one day, one day, say one day, one day, say one day, one day, say one day, then the day came, and today is your day. Behold on the pulpit. A brother with big eyes, curly hair, tall. His fragrance will put the church apart. On the pulpits, the man of God talking, speaking plenty English. Today we want to present to the church the brother and the sister who will soon be the latest couple in town. So, the brother was on the podium and the brother you can see was becoming restless. Where is this gold and diamond? You could see it because the sister was still doing the work of her father where she was giving assignment. Then they eventually brought her. So while she was coming, believe me, what my man thought was maybe this is one of the one of the deaconess or the ushers or whatever who has something to also do 
as relate to the introduction. Then as he come, the pastor begin to talk. Lo and behold, the bride to be walking in majestically, faithful daughter of Zion, she has she has served faithfully. She has focused on God so much that she has never been perturbed. She has never been disenchanted or disoriented. She served God with singleness of mind. And the Lord looked beyond and blessed her with not just a brother, a man of God who loved God so much. And a man who has been blessed with real estate business that you can't want to turn is among them. At my head begin to like. I saw the sister in the church. If they could slap that brother, they would beat the hell out of the world. Did you not see me catwalking? What is wrong with you, brother? That was what on their faces. But for some of us, we have revelation. No one can assess such except by revelation. We know for some of us in the spirit new. No one can assess this kind of deep things except by revelation now while she was doing what she was doing she was focused the fact that the, the fact that delay in marriage or not be married early didn't get in her way from doing the work of god from doing what god wanted her to do because the devil would have succeeded using let marriage to distract her and it would be out of her location but because she knows god enough that he cannot fail he focus on god doing what she's called to do. When you don't focus on God enough, you can't focus on what he called you to do. Write it down. The brother came got hold of his bride to be. You could see the smoke of his eyes. I'm like, wow. I was talking. I said, God, I know you have done unimaginable before but this one now what is this he said you know what this brother is not seeing this woman from physical point of view he's seeing me in that woman he's falling in love with me in that woman what is loving in that woman is not the figure you are seeing it's loving god in the woman she's saying when you focus on god you become the god man we see you didn't get that. If you focus on God enough, you become God that men will see. Let me disabuse your mind quickly because of that revelation. Now, when you focus on God, good enough, consistently, you become the God men can see. When Jesus had need for mobility. Look at what he said. Get me a court. The court you're going to get for me is not a court that is scattered everywhere, but the focus court. Oosh. May God grant us understanding this morning. Jesus said, Oh, can you give me this scripture? Jesus said, When Jesus was in need of mobility, he said, Get me in a court, but I don't want a court that is scattered. I don't want a court that is confused. I don't want a court that is neither here nor there. I need a court that has been tied down for so long. A focused court. A focused court. A prepared court. A court.
God with singleness of eyes. When you go left, right, you go to see the court tied down. See, that court has been tied down by me for me or for me. Now is the time. Now is the hour. Now that I need mobility to ride on, I'm not going to go to look for a court that will be tied down for me. A court that has been focused all along. I'm not looking for court, but I'm looking for a court. I'm not looking for courts. I'm looking for a court. I'm waiting, looking for a court that has been tied down. A court that has been waiting. A court that is focused. A court that can be used by me. Then suddenly, the court was brought forth. And Jesus sat on the court. And then when Jesus sat on the court, the red carpet, who was walking on the red carpet? Eh? Who was walking on the red carpet? Oh, you, don't you want to walk on the red carpet? When you want to walk on the red carpet, look for Jesus. Focus on Jesus. Then, Jesus sat on the court. They were saying, Hosanna, Hosanna. Even just a man called Jesus used had a name in the Bible. Somebody got that revelation now. Even just a court, just a court, a court has a name in the Bible. Just because Jesus rode on the court, what about to him and be? May your generation seize you and glorify God. Look at the way singing. Let's take it from verse 1. And when they drew near, when they drew nigh unto Jerusalem and were come to Bethany, unto the Mount of Olives, then sent Jesus to disciples. Say unto them, go into the village over against you. Look at instruction. Look at specific instruction. Jesus know where you are when you are tied down. Jesus know where you are when man has forgotten you. Jesus knew where you are even when no one recognizes you. Jesus know where you are even when no one applauds you. Jesus know where you are even when you don't have a name. He said, say unto them, go into the village over against you and straight away ye shall find an ass tied and the courts with her lose them. And bring them unto me. And if any man say aught unto you, ye shall say. Listen. So those sisters in the church that day, they were saying, why would this brother of all the sister with straight leg, with bold face and bold hair, with long hair like all the hairs, where were they when you go for this one? Then Jesus said, I am the one that have loser. I'm the one who have named. This one has a purpose, has an assignment. She has been tied down focusing on me. The Lord, he said, if anyone asks you, why are you interested in this? Why will you come straight, go straight around you that we are caught there? Jesus said, no, I'm not looking for courts. I'm looking for a court. The court is purposeful. The court is focused. The one I'm looking for. So Jesus said at the beginning, when the man said, I want to follow you, Jesus said, I don't have a house. What he was trying to say, I notice in you, you might not be focused. As long as you will not be focused, you will be distracted and you will not be able to maximize your work with me. Now Jesus said here again, huh? that court I'm looking for is the court of all courts because it's not a distracted court. Now, 
And if any man say unto you, ye shall say, the Lord had need of them. And straight away he will send them. Continue. All this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophet, saying, Tell ye the daughter of Zion, behold, that king comment unto thee. Tell, let me prophesy over the sister in the house. Kings you will be married to. Oh, you did be dead that this is for the sister in the house. You shall be married to kings. Oh, my daughter in God, the majestic house. You shall be married to kings. May you be tied down for your kings to come now. May you not go to left, south, west, east, scattered everywhere. May you be tied down by Jesus and wait until your king arrives. Tell ye the daughter of Zion, behold, that king cometh unto thee. Make and sitting upon an ass, and they caught the fowl of an ass. Continue. And the disciple went and did as Jesus commanded them, and brought the ass, and they caught and put on them their clothes. Hey, see decoration. When Jesus call on you, he decorates your life. Did you see the ass have been decorated here? And brought the ass and the coat and put on them their clothes. And they set him thereupon. Continue. And a very great multitude spread their garments in the way. Whew. What we call red carpets in our generation is what was playing out now. Did you get that? What we call what? Red carpet recession is what was playing. It's what was playing out here. Red carpet recession. Yes, yes, yes. That's why they, you know the word, they always copy, copycats. And a very great multitude spread their garments on their way. Others cut down branches from the trees and set them in their way. Continue. And the multitude that went before and that followed Christ saying, Hosanna to the king, to the son of David. Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. Listen, listen, listen. Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the word of God. Oh, you didn't get that. Blessed is he that focus on the word of God. That's what he's saying. Blessed is he that focus on the word of God. Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. And they begin to shout, Hosanna, Hosanna. Let me submit to you. It was not Jesus that walked on the red carpet, but it was the tied down axe that walked on the red carpet. I want to submit to you this morning. This year, you will walk on red carpet. You didn't hear that? This year, you shall walk on red carpet. This year, many will gather to celebrate with you. This year, many will gather to celebrate with you. I'm about to round up. We have part two. God willing. To increase your focus, you must stay on the word. To increase your focus, you must daily and consistently meditate on the word. To increase your focus, you must make the word your habitation. To be focused, to increase your focus, you must make the word of God your abode. To be focused or to increase your focus, you must prioritize the word of God in your life. John chapter 6 verse 3. I mean John chapter 6 verse 63. We are rounding up now. 
the reason why people are distracted or the, the weapon or the arrow of distraction can be used against believer is because they send on focus on the word of God. They focus on themselves, focus on, uh, focus on their side, and focus, the, focus on the past. Either the, uh, what is considered failure, disappointment, setback, they focus on those things more. Now, when Jesus was saying the word that I speak to you, they are life and they are spirit, what he was trying to say, if you focus on my word, even what you lost or what was taken, or what was it given to you that was meant for you? If you have my word, you can recreate them better. You didn't get it. If you get it, I will know. Listen. Now, the reason why many are distracted, the reason why Satan consistently used the weapon of distraction against believers is this. God knows and Satan knows that as long as you go through this world, there will be confrontation, there will be opposition. Sometimes, what is taken from you was not the best for you anyway. God knew it was not the best for you. He allowed the Satan to touch it so that you can go on taking the best. And now, when you focus on what is taken from you because you don't have revelation or revelational knowledge of the world, as you are focused on what was taken from you or what was it given to you, you thought should be given to you, then you are stuck and you are at a place and not moving forward. You might be uh, working physically, but your mind is always on what you consider taken from you or what you were deprived of. What you thought was good for you but you didn't have it. Whether God is saying, I didn't allow that to happen because that one would have disconnected you from the best I have prepared for you. When you have revelational knowledge, don't it look as if you were denied the opportunity but you are seeing a bigger picture of opportunities. So he now said to you, focus on the word. That the word that I speak to you, they are spirit, they are life. So as long as you focus on this word, even when you are denied anything that you thought should be good for you, but you had the word that will create a better one. You didn't. If you don't get it, we remain here today. It is, it is the spirit that quickens. The flesh profit nothing. Now, the flesh there is a human point of view. The, 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 the flesh there is the natural way of doing things. The flesh there, it is human understanding that is limited. That is what the flesh is. He said the word of God is what that quicken it, that recreates. But relying on your strength, relying on human point of analysis or whatever, is effort in futility. So what he's saying is this. Focus on the word. That no matter what come your way, the world can, reco- can recover it for you and give you even a better one. If you understand it, I will stop. You've not gotten it. Only one or two, three people have gotten it. I know. Holy Spirit, speak to them now. It is the Spirit that quicken it. The flesh profit nothing. The word that I speak to you, unto you, they are spirit and they are life. What it means is that these words are creative. They can rearrange what is scattered. That's why when it's it said, when they say that it's casted down, you will say that it's lifting up. Because the word can rearrange, can recreate things better than even what was taken from you. Oh, Lord, I need understanding by the revelation of the Holy Spirit upon your sons and daughters. Let me tell you something. I have told you here time with time number how my house was invaded by robbers, right? 
and we have brothers in the house now and sisters in the house who were with us when this happened in this neighborhood. We have a brother in the house sitting uh, 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 now by the right hand side, the last person on that chair, the last chair by the right hand side. He was there, he saw the robbers coming out in droves out of my house with my car, with many things, there were many. He thought that it was me probably parking out. It was when I came out, I said, ah, I saw him. And I said, they are robbers. So I told him, that brother is there. He's there. I said, they are robbers. He said, no. Side, robber. I said, yeah, they are robbers. They just came to the house. They invaded it. They packed everything and all of that. But on Wednesday, it was on Tuesday. No, on Wednesday night, around 1 a.m. there about they came. Nine of them gone on my head and all of that. They walked into the house. I don't know how they entered. Lo and behold, they were in my bedroom. Put gun on my head and all that. Begin to pick what they wanted to pick. They pick everything, pick everything, pick everything. The only thing they left behind for me was my undies. I mean it undies. They went as far taking beds, beds. Now, why they did that? I came to church because a man that is defeated is not a man who is handicapped. A poor man in this kingdom is not a man who doesn't have money. The poor man in this kingdom is a man without the word of God. Oh, you didn't get that. It's coming now. It's coming gradually now. Yes, it's coming because we will stay here and finish it here. Here. Now, in this kingdom, a poor man is not a man without job or without fat salary. No. A poor man in this kingdom is a, a man who has no knowledge of the world and revelation and knowledge of the world. So when they moved away with the car and the clothes, everything, shoes, they pack on my shoe. No single shoe was left behind for me. You know what happened? Satan knew that I love to dress. Then I don't dress it anymore. So I had shoe, had they pack everything, everything. So I was left with nothing. And a man who has answered the call, whose uh, preoccupation was to preach the word of God, see me deliver a restore. No chasing money, no, no business, nothing. And now, how do you live your life? No cloth to wear. So they wanted to distract me. But I came to the pulpit. Many of them are here. I say, David Ben, were you here then? Were you in church that day? No, I'm not sure. Who was in church that day? One, two, three. Okay. No. Miracle, you are with us already? Wow. Okay, give uh, Miracle uh, my microphone. Let, let her announce. And try to show you the power of creative word. So we will round up here. On Wednesday, they were in my house at 5 a.m. They stay in my house at 5 a.m. They packed everything. Then on Wednesday, here I am, I need to preach. What was normal for a natural man to do was, you know, Pastor Temple, you might have to preach. I can't preach today. Because I'm moody. I'm, I'm getting distracted, focusing on the bed. They took their clothes. They took. They were not regular clothes. When a robber enter your house and collect your clothes and your bed, you know they are not regular. You don't get it. Oh, no, you will not. You think you were, ah, those robbers, why would they take clothes? Sit down there. When, when Jesus was nailed on the cross, and they divided his coat. It was not a regular coat. May God give you understanding. They packed my bed. They packed my shoe. They packed everything. Then it was expected that this man, we have gotten him. 
Now that he focused to do the work of his father to see people change, transform, restore, let's distract him. If he doesn't have clothes to wear, he have a he have an attachment. I had wristwatches that could blink eyes. You will not understand. I had wristwatches that some of you here at this moment, if you have it, you might not work for 10 years and it will take care of your life. They took it. Let me make it plain to you. They took rollers. Gold and diamond rollers. I was a businessman. And a successful businessman at that. They took everything. Now it was expected I come to the, I come to the pulpit. I begin to cry over those things. Lord, they took my this, they took and that, they took and that. Then human point of view will be, you know, God, why should this happen? Whatever. Pastor Temple, please preach today. Or Pastor Temple, you know what? Just clap hand with uh, brethren and, and close, close it. That was what Satan was expecting. They started calling me in different locations, police and all of that. And sometimes I, I don't have time. These are distractions. Brother Hope is here. One day they come in a police station that we should come. I was there. They were going back and front. And I told Hope, I don't want to disappoint my, my in-laws or whatever. Looking that maybe something is wrong with me. And I'm not even bothered. I'm not moved. And I told Hope, I said, these are distractions. I don't care about these things. And these people, are, they, they just keep me here. Police, what is wrong with you people? Uh, come write this. I told Hope, let's leave. It is the spirit that quickens. The flesh profit nothing. The flesh wanted to get in the way with distraction. Huh? Pastor, you know you can take some days off to nurse your wounds. You didn't get that? Pastor, you can take some days off to nurse your wounds. That's what we do. When Satan fire arrow against us, we are looking for consolation. Let us mourn over the loss. Let us nurse ourselves. That relationship ended badly. Let me cry over. Give me time to cry over the relationship. It's painful. Shut up. You are not focused enough. What Satan is doing is to distract you out of what God has planned for you. A miracle. If you were in the church, what happened that day? Speak it. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. When pastor came, he said that they took everything and everything will be restored and new things too will be restored. That was what pastor said that day. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Let me break it down for you. I specifically said because out of the abundance the man speak it. It was not as if there was a flash on the wall. Oh, see another cow. See this. No, no, no. The the greatest revelation is the word of God that is in you. you are, when you are pregnant of the word of God, you become a carrier of revelation. Yes, they are getting it. Then we are about to close. I told you, if you don't get it, we'll be here. Now, I came to the pulpit. Oh, somebody is searching up his hand. What do you want to do? <laughs> uh, somebody know it better. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Uh-huh. Um, when pastor came in that day, yes, he said that uh, he specifically specifically gave instructions. Okay. That where the car was parked, nobody should park there. That the car will return within that month. Okay. So in less than a month, they okay. caught all the arm robbers. Okay. And the cars was no no don't clap now. I'll do one. I will get it better. Uh, let, 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 hear from the horse's mouth. Hear from the horse's mouth. This is how it happened. 
I came. I said, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. I, that was, that was butterfly in my womb, in my belly. I was jumping. You see, when, when a woman is pregnant for the first time, eh, for the mothers at home, they smile differently. <laughs> it, two major, two major times, women smile a lot when ring is put on their hand. There is always too much of butterflies. Then the next butterfly you will see, the first concession is too much of butterfly because subsequent uh, babies can have small butterfly, but the first one, hey, even me, if you see the shopping I did for my first child, my wife said to me, why did you do this one for your, to your daughter? You didn't really shop. Hope is here. I went by designer, so if it's not polo, it will be, it will be Hugo Boss. If it's not Hugo Boss, I was, I just said, you must finally butterfly. So now, when that thing happened, there was butterfly inside. Do you know what was creating that butterfly? The word of God. Because the word of God has told me, when a thief is caught, it will be made to pay back seven foes. And now, I know the thieves are not those human beings. The real thief is the devil who entered them. Now I know God, this is Satan at work, and he's caught. He will vomit. He said, yes, son. I went to the uh, pulpit. I said, Hallelujah. I, oh, this morning something happened and, uh, the, the uh, children from the dark kingdom, they invaded my house. They took my car, took my television, uh, my shoes, my everything. The only thing they left behind was on this. I mentioned it like that. And I said, please, where the car was taken, ensure no one parks there until the car is returned. It will be returned there. And it will not let just be returned. Let, let me tell you now how they miss it. I said it. I said the car will be returned back to where it was parked. But it, I will no longer drive it, but a bigger car by 10 will replace it. I said it like that 100%. They are here because they forgot him. I said it. Look at what happened next. Someone said to me, Pastor, that was too much. Pastor, you know people are, they are looking at you and all of that. If they don't return it to you, they just say that they took the car and all of that. God will provide. I say, yeah. when you don't have revelational knowledge, you speak like a dirty Thomas. When you have revelational knowledge, you become authoritative. I will get married now. I will, you, you speak things into, into existence. He said, the, he said, he said the, the, the word of God is sharper than two-edged sword. And he said, the word that I speak to you, he said, it is the spirit that quickeneth. It is the spirit that creates. It is the spirit that creates. It is the word that creates. That's what he's saying. The flesh, your human point of view analysis, the talk that is natural can't change anything. What you lost, what the devil has taken from you, your reasoning crying over there will not bring it back. But why not speak the word instead of crying? Yeah, they have gotten it. We can cruise now. Yeah. Yes. They've gotten it. Then I told them, I told them the car will be brought. And they will be arrested. And that, and uh, the, what we replace the car will be times 10 of what they touch. I was actually at home one day. I was called from first quarter. I mean, uh, first, uh, first CID or whatever, what they call it, the police headquarter. I got a call. They said, uh, this is a deputy 
Inspector General of Police. Your name is uh, David Toya. This and that. I say yes. You reported a case at also place that Robert invaded your house. I say yes. Uh, can you come to our office? And I said, okay. I'll be there. Just go. Your name will be waiting. Uh, yeah, yeah, somebody will be waiting for you to attend to you. I went there. Lo and behold, if some of you follow the news very well. There is a one police that had the name, like they call him super police or celebrity police. His name is Abakari. I actually took hope. Their hope knows him very well. Uh-huh. So we became close. So that was how I went there. The man said to me, so they took this, this and that from you. I said, yes. He said, eh? they no fear. I said, you know, the law is in control, is in charge. He said, okay. Uh, he called Abakari. He said to Abakari, Abakari, ensure those robbers, they are picked. None of them should remain. You will pick the nine of them and his things restored. But I'm looking. I don't put my trust in you, police. I know you have been taken over by God. You will have no peace. You will have no joy until the word fulfill and he can use anybody to do it. Then Abakari called me to his office. He will take me to his inner room, inner room. And this is and that. Go home and all that. Lo and behold, they called. Bam. Can you come to Kaduna? I said, what is happening in Kaduna? They said, we are police, so, 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 uh, from Abuja and all of that. We want to, uh, want you to write a statement because we picked the first five. And I asked brother, who go, go with me. Let's go. The first time I used train in Nigeria, they have just introduced a train from Abuja to this very clear, like a uh, aircraft. We went there and all that. And I told hope inside the train. I said, I actually made a vow to God that when they are caught, I must, God should permit me to slap them very well. So, but that moment, I first of all dropped that title as a pastor so you don't get confused. He followed me. We got there. Then the moment I saw them, there is one that is put here. I see the picture all the time. It's the one that just put the gun on my head. He even slapped me. So, it was the one I saw first. I said, wow, Father, you are faithful. Are very fe- you are very faithful. I was not squeezing my hand. You know, you know, to exercise your muscles so that it will be stiff. I was not doing like this. Hope was there with me. The police was saying, hey, Pastor, before you know it, I said, if you turn it, I will, I will continue. I will not stop. Just leave it like that. I vow to God you must collect as many as I desire. The, the police said, oh, Pastor, I said, hey, police, keep it off. You are not the one who arrested this guy. My God did it. You are just instrument use. Allow me to fulfill my own cancer. Hope, hope was not speaking my language to me. On one that is big bros. He's <laughs> laughing. Big bros. I say, I did it my hair. I say, look at this guy. My head, though, they put that thing, and the guy is here. I say, shut up. Then we leave them. We go back to Abuja. Some days after they called, uh, Pastor Dave, hello. We need 10,000 naira. I said to do what? Send it to our account because your car is in uh, Calabar. So we need the money to buy fuel to drive it down to your house. I transfer the money. We, they, they've arrested the five. They brought them to Abuja. Why they, the day they picked the car, they arrested the remaining ones. They brought the car exactly where they put it. Let me tell you what one sister said. When they brought the car, her name is Sister Joy. She's married, beloved daughter. She's now in Port Harcourt. 
So she now came. He has entered the car before. So she now came. Was trying to look for the prince in Jesus' hand. You know the name that was on Jesus. He was trying to look for. He now went to the dashboard. He now said, Daddy, truly is the cow. Thomas. I said, That is the car. And I said, Hey, were you thinking I bought another one? I painted it the same color to deceive you. Then, as God will do it, they now put it on paper. If you go go it on till now, you are still going to see it in many uh, online newspaper. Uh, guides and carried it over. If you go go Pastor Dave Robin Abuja, you are going to see robbers with red Toyota Camry. You are going to see it. That was how they arrested them. It has not ended. They arrested them, they brought the car back. Then, in close to one year of the event, then this car came. It doesn't come. Let me tell you how it came. Home. When I told Hope, God has made provision for me to change my car. He now said to me, eh, we will not just when you buy this, when you buy this one, don't dedicate it yet. So let's let's purpose it and wear it very well. I said, hey, what do we do? He said, Don't you plan to buy for your wife? I said, Yes. He said, Let's just when you buy your own, then let me go with you. Buy your own, buy your wife own. I will drive your wife when you drive your own. We will dedicate it the same day. So that Satan will cry the more is there. That's how he told me, let's confuse the time like that. I said, okay, let's go if that is what you want. We went the same day, not the same day, the same minute. Paid for the two cars, then we brought it. Then there was commotion in the church. The word of God cannot be broken. Reason why you must focus on the word. If Satan wants to steal from a man, what he targets primarily is to steal the word of God from you. Satan has no Succeeded distracting you or stealing from you until he has stolen the word of God from you. Reason why you must protect the word of God in your spirit. Rise to your feet. Thank you, Jesus. He said, It is the spirit that quickens it. The flesh, profit not the flesh in this context, is trying to use human analysis, human ideologies. And he might print of reasoning. Oh, the guy dated me, and the ladies dated me. He met a guy who works in a, a, a Shell Petroleum, and the guy dumped me and went after the brother who worked in, in the petroleum industry because I don't have a good job yet. That is the reason. God is your focus. All those analyses. Who she has followed after leaving you is, is consequential. What is important now? What is the word of God saying? A focused person, a man who focuses on the word, is going to ask God, What is the way forward? The word might tell you, Though I pass through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me, and for that staff comfort me. What is that staff? His word. Though a thousand may fall at your right hand, ten thousand at your left uh, hand, it will not come near you. Oh, Lord, what are you saying? I will, I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy on. Oh, Lord, in this situation, you can still have mercy. Yes. Satan has told you, he has finished with you. God is saying to you, I'm the beginning, the first and the last. I, before you were for my new day, before that coming out of your mother's womb, I've ordained you, I know you will get married. Why are you petrol? Why are you disenchanted? 
the reason why the world must be the focus. They stole money from you. It's another way for you to focus more. God, I know, maybe this money would have been a distraction. Lord, rearrange me. Let me focus on you. It is my prayer this morning that your mind is restored completely. I didn't hear that. It is my prayer and my prophecy over your life. Whatever that was stolen from you, exactly. Did you see the nice my car there? That's my car. Yeah. That is it. They brought it back, they arrested them. Yeah, that's my car. The car is even within the family. Yeah. He said, I know that thought I have to wed you. Thought of good, not of evil, to give you future unexpected. Lord, with this situation, you still have a good thought for me? Yes. Lord, I lost the job. I still have a good thought for you. Lord, you don't understand. I invested in the business. Something happened. Yes. Your future is still great. That's what he's saying. I know the thought I have to wed you. Thought of good, not of evil, to give you future unexpected. May the Lord visit you this year. May this will be a week of visitation for you. May the Father of all light they arrange your destiny in the name of Jesus. May the angels of promotion, the angels of provision, and the angels of celebration visit you this week. In the name of Jesus. Be blessed in the name of Jesus. Be blessed in the name of Jesus. Be blessed in the name of Jesus. Whatever that was stolen from you spiritually and physically, may the Lord bring it back to you a hundredfold. May the Lord bring it back to you a hundredfold. May the Lord bring it back to you a hundredfold. May the Lord bring it back to you a hundredfold. May the Lord bring it back to you a hundredfold. May the Lord bring it back to you a hundredfold. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for pouring out your heart on us. Thank you for revelation. Thank you for understanding. Thank you for word of knowledge. And thank you for the prophecies. Thank you for the testimonies. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. If you have your testimonies, with you raise it up? Your testimony are the prayer, uh, are the things you wrote down that you are asking God to prove on this year.